Hi guys, I'm back. Um, it's Natalie. If you guys didn't recognize my annoying voice already, um, I'm here without my co-host Millie. She's abroad doing her thing, but she'll be back eventually. But for now, all you have is me, so deal with it. Um, I'm recording from Greenock Public Library. So exciting! Recording from my own hometown with a good friend, Jessica Shamash. Say hi. Hi. Uh, Jessica was so sweet. I bumped into her randomly in Brooklyn at some party. Literally. And she and she came up to me and she's like, oh my god. I love it. Like, hi, if you ever need anyone, like I would love to be a guest. So here we are. And I already know that she's such a fun person and that she's so fun to talk to and she's not shy. So I was like, oh my god, yes, like come on. Like it was meant to be. Millie's not here. We're like saving other people for just the two of us to record with, and I need someone that I know that I can record with and that I can vibe with. Oh, I'm so honored. So Thank you. I brought Jessica on and we're here. So I'm so excited to have her on. She's gonna tell us a little bit about herself and then we can dive into some of the topics I want to discuss with yeah. her. Yeah, so first of all, I've known you how long? I don't even know. And I always thought like we went to school together, but we never did. Yeah, so everyone thought I went to Queens there. College because yeah. I was just always fucking there, uh, chilling with all the Jews. Uh, yeah, because I went to a commuter school and there was like no social life at my school. So I was just always in Queens. Yeah, I mean, that's the Persian community for you. You Everybody knows everybody. But um, yeah, hi guys, I'm Jessica, I'm 25 years old, I... Which in Persian world, she should be married. Oh my god, like I'm, I'm old as fuck, now. I'm expired, <laughs> no need to tell me, <laughs> and I'm still single <laughs> as fuck, so <laughs> my mom already wants to kill me, yes. But um, yes, uh, my eggs are, I need to freeze them, no I'm kidding, but uh, yeah, I'm 25. <laughs> Only in our community is this, like, expiration date. Like, oh, it's my God. Nice. It's so funny because, like, I talk to guys about dating a lot because I guess I just have a lot of guy friends and I'm very like, easy to talk to. And they'll always be like, yeah, like, I feel like I need to hurry up. So I'm just like, what, like, like, do you listen to yourself right now? Like, me. Like, how does that make me feel? But it is what it is. But, yeah, I'm 25. Uh, I went to Queens College. I studied nutrition. So I call myself a nutritionist now, but I will be a registered dietitian. So what that means is I get to say Jessica Shamash, RD, um, which just means I'll have a license. So I'll be able to work like medically with doctors and patients and like diabetes, gastric bypass. It's more of like a medical thing, the licensure. But still, if you need any tips for weight loss, weight gain, um, just overall general, like wanting to be healthier, I am your girl. Hit me up. Um, 10% yeah. discount, I guess, for all my Persian people. <laughs> Jessica, plug yourself so that we can post you on our story. We'll, oh, we'll oh post my God. like a little PGP 10% off discount. Yeah, do it. Um, my Instagram is at nutrition by Jesse, but Jesse is J E S S I. So not a Y. Yeah, so hit her up because she looks amazing. So she obviously knows what she's talking about. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, so discounts only for my Persian peeps. No, JK, if you if you follow and you listen, Persian Girl Podcast is obviously awesome. And whoever needs advice, I got you. Uh, so I guess, Jessica, the whole reason why I decided to bring you on as a guest is because you told me that you heard about it and you were listening. So I guess you could like tell us like how you started listening to the podcast, how you heard about yeah, it. Yeah, I have actually uh, one of my really good friends. I don't, I don't know if you know her, maybe you do, but she told me more than once actually she was like I've started listening to this podcast and it's like 
so great. You have to hear it. They're really open and like they talk about everything. And so she sent it to me like after a weekend we hung out. I was like, send it to me. She sent it to me and I just like started listening and I thought it was dope. And this was like before I even knew it was you. Yeah, before we came yeah, out. Yeah. So like I was like, this is so cool. And then I found out it was you because you posted on your Insta all the time. Yeah. <laughs> and then I saw you somewhere and I was like, oh my God. I was like, I'm a fan. <laughs> Honestly, that felt so good. Like, you don't understand. Like, people, like, telling me that they hear about it and they're like, oh, my God, it's so cool. I'm like, it's so cool that people actually listen to me talk. Like, they actually take time out of their day. No, it's serious. I'm like, wow. Yeah, it's cool. Definitely. The fact that any of you are listening right now, that's so dope. I love all of you. Thank you for listening to me. It definitely is cool. You should be proud. Uh, So I wrote down some topics that I wanted to discuss with you, some things that people have DM'd us about, um, some things that just listeners want to hear about in general. Yes, bring Um, it on. So one topic is this whole idea of sometimes you go to a girl's Instagram or Facebook and every picture she posts is her at an engagement party, her at a wedding, her at a bachelorette party. It's just always like something to do with getting married, getting engaged, and It kind of gives off a vibe. I feel like that's just our community. Like, you guys talk about it all the time. Every event is basically a a singles singles event. event. So, but, like, not not really. It's just, like, that's how we all get together, and that's when every girl, like, looks good. And I'm, I'm, like, air-coating my hands right now because, like, you take time and you get dressed up and you, quote, look good, but that's not even how you really look. (laughs) So, like, what are you trying to, like, market yourself as? I don't know. It's just, like... Yeah, it's, I guess the place to be is at those events, and everybody knows everybody, so that's that's the majority of the pictures you'll see. I just think it's funny. I feel like when I see a girl who only posts pictures at those type of events, she's, like, trying to, like, send a message, like, I want to be next. Everybody wants to be next. Come on. You think if they could, <laughs> if they could have, like, build a boyfriend was a thing, <laughs> none of us would be single right now. <laughs> Oh my god. I wish build a boyfriend was a thing. Right? Like, I mean, I think I know what I want, and I'm sure everybody thinks they know what they want, but that's... At the end of the day, I think a lot of girls end up falling for the opposite of what they say they want. Like, my... Like, the thing is, for me, I always tell my mom, like, I don't want this specific type of person, and she always says, don't say that, because you're going to end up with him. Oh my god, my mom says the same thing, and I'm like, don't... Like, why do you think like that? But no, it's true, because, like... I don't know. It just happens. Like, every time you say you're not going to do something or, like, you're going to, like, avoid something, it ends up smacking you in the face and you're like, well, fuck. Yeah. Like, I have a friend who is Israeli and moved here from Israel. And she would always say, the last thing I want is Israeli. I want a nice American guy. Like, Israelis are so rude. I can't handle their attitude. I want, like, a very sweet, charming American guy. What did she fall for? An Israeli guy in New York. She's in New York, and who does she fall for? An Israeli guy. Oh my so God. Like, <laughs> she was telling me, she was like, I did this to myself. I cursed myself. I keep saying I don't want an Israeli guy. She ended up falling for an Israeli guy. Oh, my guy. God. I keep saying I don't want a white boy. Does that mean I'm going to end up with oh one? I can't. <laughs> I hope not. What is your type? Like, what do you see yourself with? Oh, tall, dark, and handsome. Like, to <laughs> a T. Oh, my God. But, yeah, hopefully it happens. I feel like a lot of girls, they say they have a type when they meet a certain guy they like and they didn't get him. And then from then on out, like they only want a guy that meets that criteria of that guy that they wanted. It's like kind of like the guy that got away. That got away, exactly. So then you always like 
just keep that idea in your head like that's what I want that's what I want because you didn't get him I feel like I, I know I do that to myself maybe. I know I do that to myself and it's something that I have to let go of it's something that I have to like, I never thought of it that way I don't know for me it's more of just like what I'm attracted to yeah and it's not a white boy <laughs> <laughs> oh I don't know like it's funny I was talking to a lot of girls in our DMs and a lot of girls are telling me that they married very like Ashkenazi or just very white Eastern European boys Wow! and they're like these guys like are so into the Persian culture and they're so into the food and the dancing and just everything the attitude and they really embrace it and they just say that they're so happy with these guys and that you shouldn't knock it until you try it. I mean, I'll take that into consideration. If there's one thing I'll take from this podcast, it should be that. <laughs> no, yeah. I mean, I think at, at like, not. I don't want to say at my age or our age, but I just think, like, in our community, that applies. But at our age, it's like, you have to be open. And you can't be, like, the way you were when you were 18 and 21. Like, you're not the same person. So, like, you shouldn't date the same kind of thing. But, yeah, being open is definitely a big part of it. And, like, not knocking. So I shouldn't say... But um, that I don't want white boys, but... <laughs> I mean, honestly, like, majority, never know, yeah. majority of what I see in this community is, like... Mixed. Like, no, I was going to say Persians with Persians. What do you mean mixed? Oh I God. don't see anyone mixed. I've seen mixed. I guess more in my, like, Kenisa. Like, and for those of you that don't know, Kenisa is, like, a like our shul synagogue, or synagogue. Yeah. Like, in Farsi, we say Kenisa. But I remember when I was, like, 18 and, like, going to shul and all the moms were like, oh, my God, who is she? Let me set her up with X, Y, and Z. And I was like, no, thank you. Um, all the <laughs> older boys were, like, looking for girls that were white or, like, not Persian. And my mom was like, oh, my God, what a waste. <laughs> oh, my God, that's so funny. <laughs> like, hey, all these good girls and, like, they're marrying out, which, I, I mean, I get the mom mentality, but... Like, you got to go for what you want or what works. Like, who am I to judge you, you know? Yeah. I don't care. Do you? I mean, sometimes, like, when I when I see, honestly, like, I always say I kind of want, like, a white boy because I would just have the cutest kids because, like, my tan skin with green eyes would just be, like, beautiful. Mm. But I'm not even attracted to, like, white guys. Yeah, what's your type? My type, my type is going to be the death of me. My mom always says, your type is the reason you're going to be forever alone. No, knock on something, no. Because my type is Israelis, and they're so not serious, and they're so, There are like, some good guys out there. I know a handful of Israelis. You see a handful. Yeah. But, but like, could, majority are very hard to tame. You could say the same thing about Persian guys. You cannot tame a Persian guy. I don't know. I think out of all the guys that I know, the ones that are getting married the youngest are the Persian guys. I was gonna make a comment, but I don't know if it's appropriate. A- anything is appropriate. On this well, are they machete? Oh, okay. I mean, <laughs> yeah, probably yeah. majority of them. Yeah. yeah. So that, like, honestly, just... people who get married the youngest are machetes and Syrians. Yeah. Nobody gets young, like, yeah. married younger than a Syrian girl. Okay, all of you machetes who listen are going to hate me after making this comment, but <laughs> I've said it to my guy friends, like, that no longer associate with me because they're machete and they're looking <laughs> to find wives. But at some point. When, like, I was really good friends with a couple of them, and they all go, like, for such young girls. And, like, guys that are, like, my like my age, like, 25, 26, 7, like, yeah. they'll go and get engaged to, like, an 18-year-old. And I'm like, what did you do? Did you go to North Shore graduation? Like, sit there and be like, I want that one. Like, oh, my God. Oh my God. I can't. I can't. <laughs> it's, like, it's like an auction instead of a graduation. Like, like $250 for the one in the... Honestly, like, maybe I'm knocking it because I'm a little jealous, but not in the sense of, like, I wish I was married young, but, like, I, I like the way that I guess they, like, really 
first of all, they're a lot bigger than like the like the rest of the Persians. I feel like. And they're more into their community. Like, they yeah. they have the youth, like, do everything together. Like, our part of the Persian community, I guess, is a little more, like, separated. Yeah, more clicky, I would say. Like, yeah. theirs is one big click, and ours is, like, small little clicks, like, all spread out. I would say the opposite. I would say we're spread out, and they're big one No, that's thing. what I was saying. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. Um, but, yeah, I actually had a guy in one of the earlier episodes I was talking about how me and Millie went to a bar and obviously these like Sephardi Persian slash Syrian guys spotted us and came up to us and this guy was like in his 30s and he asked me how old I was and I was like oh I'm 23 because I was still 23 at the time now I'm so old I'm 24. Oh my god happy birthday by the oh, way. Thank you. I know thank I'm you. like a month late right? <laughs> <laughs> thank you thank you. Um, but yeah but he told me he's like oh 23 that's my favorite age and I was just like ew, ew. <laughs> get the fuck out of here. Like that's his way of saying I had my fun I fucked around I did did my thing. No, that's and now way. I want to settle down with a girl who no, hasn't had her fun yet. Not so she's done. here. No, I feel like that's a way, like a, a guy's way of saying, like I'm older because I like did my thing, and I want to be with a girl who hasn't done her no, thing. No, I literally, if a guy said that to me, like, oh, 25, that's my favorite age. Like, you still want to fuck around just with <gasps> girls half your age? I feel like there's everyone says that there's like this whole. Um, I guess in the religious community, they called it, like, a shidduch crisis, which mm. is, like, a matchmaking crisis. Because all these older guys are going, in their 30s, are going for younger girls in their 20s. Mm-hmm. And then the girls in their 30s have no one to marry. No, it's not. Like, I'm not even kidding you. When I was, like, 18, 19, 20, 21, like, I would look at these girls that are, like, my age now. And, like, I'd be like, I hope I don't, I, I like, hope I don't end up like them. Like, they're <laughs> still single. And, like, you know, when you say something, it fucking happens. Yeah. Like, look, like, I should just keep my mouth shut. And I say that to myself more than once a day, but here we are. <laughs> but honestly, me personally, I couldn't imagine being a wife right now and married right now. Like, I'm, like, when, yeah, same thing as you. When I was, like, 18, I was like, oh, my God, 24 is so old. I better have my shit together by then. Nah, like, give, give yourself I'm, a year. When you're my age, you're fucking ready to go. I tw- I'm 24. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Like... <laughs> I've never been in a relationship, but, like, I don't even want to be married. Yeah, I'd be ready to, like, move on to, like, maybe being in a relationship, but, like, definitely still not ready to be someone's wife. Mm. And, like, wait, with all Wait till you're my age. It'll come, honey. When you get, to, I guess, not that, like, I haven't dated or I, because I have and, like, I've been out and I've seen, like, different guys and how they act. It's more of, like... It's not like a, just because you haven't been in a relationship, like, you shouldn't feel like you're not ready to be a wife. It's more of, like, all the, like, experience with shitty guys. It's like, I'm tired of putting up with that shit. Yeah. I want no, a guy. I'm definitely tired of first dates. That. I, I honestly can't stand first dates. Like, I go into them wanting to cry. I'm like, I just don't want to be here. They're not that bad. I mean, so no, it depends on having to get to know date, someone all person. over again. It's like, this is my name. This is where I'm from. This is my back. Like, it's just, I wish I could just, like... I wish they could already know all of that. Well, you need to change your perspective on how you think of first dates. Otherwise, they're going to suck for the rest of your life. Like, you'll never get a second date if you go and say every first date sucked. I almost never go on second dates. Change your mentality. (laughs) You guys, listen to me right now, all of you and you, Natalie. (laughs) Everything is just like... It, like a play of how you think like it plays on how you think no you're 100% right it's all about your mentality so if like if like if you go in to be like I love first dates and like they're fun like I get to meet somebody new like I don't know I like first dates because I'm I cannot stop talking <laughs> so that's my problem when I go on a date it's like 
if the guy isn't like confident in himself, I legitimately will or literally will overpower you. And like, I feel like a lot of guys can't stand like a strong woman. Like that makes them feel less manly. Yeah. So like, yeah, I like first dates, but sometimes I need to learn to shut up and I will say that. So I have a question. Have you ever given a chance to an Ashkenazi guy? Like if, if an Ashkenazi guy would ask you out. No. Like Eastern European. Un- <laughs> no. Let's just say non-Persian. If a non-Persian guy, because not everyone who listens to this podcast is, is Jewish and knows what Ashki is. Right. But if a non-Persian well, Ash- has asked you out, Ashki, would you give them a chance? Ashki just means like a white Jew and then uh, like Sephardi is a dark Jew. I would basically give any Sephardic Jew a chance, but Ashkenaz is like, I don't know, like I... Not that I even eat rice, but like I want my I want my kidney oat <laughs> oh on pasta. Like I want oh my, my shit. Okay, so anyone who's not Jewish who's listening to this, um, there's different rules for different types of Jews. So like on Passover, where you can't eat bread, we can like, eat rice. Middle Eastern Jews can still have rice, but Eastern European Jews can't, and they can't or have beans. a lot of they things. Yeah, legumes. Yeah, um, like quinoa sushi <laughs> is totally a thing for them. I, I love how this is, like, a like, determination of who I'm going to marry. Can I have rice with him on Passover? Like, okay, I don't eat rice a lot, but if you tell me I can't have something, that that just means I'm going to want it more, so. I mean, like, listen, I understand you. Like, for me, I want someone who matches my mentality and gets my mentality, and I was raised by an Israeli mom, so, like, I think because of that, I go towards Israeli guys. I think you just, you have a little bit of, like, more leeway than me, I want I would say, or, like, any other girl that's, like, similar to me. It's because, like, you were raised so much better, honestly. <laughs> like, your mom didn't push certain values on you because she, you know, like, she knew for herself, like, that wasn't yeah. like how she wanted to be treated. But for the rest of us... Our parents are very traditional and very, like, straight off the boat. Even though they've been here for 30 years, (laughs) they can't seem to, like, yeah, they've kind of assimilated in, but they can't seem to to pick up the values. It's more of, like, you pick up, like, the food and how you eat and, like, the places that people go and, like, what's good out there to see and do. But you you don't change, like, your values. Like, you were married, like, my mom at my age, like, 25, she was married when she was 22. Like, I was three years old already. It's wild. It's crazy. It's crazy. But honestly, um, before we started recording, we were talking about typical LA people and typical New York people. Mm -hmm. We were talking about how LA people are more laid back. I see a pattern that in our generation specifically. Yeah, shout out to Millie High. By the way, I want to meet you so bad. (laughs) I know Millie, she she thinks you're really cool. I know. I was asking about like where you're from and like all this and that's how we got into talking about LA Persians. But yeah, they're just like They're more chill because honestly, New York Persians, they're kind of copying our parents. I see all of them getting married in their early 20s. There's so many girls younger than me that I know that are married or even pregnant with kids. Yeah, but I, I don't know what is going on in this world, but really have to be you have to be so careful because I have so many friends that have come so close to marriage like put a ring on it but then some shit goes down and it's like never mind but can I just say that I applaud all those girls who especially in this community of the Persian community are able to just ignore all the voices around them and call off an engagement because that is the hardest thing to do. Some girls are so much judgment for it. Some girls are tougher. There's so much judgment for it and it's the hardest thing to do. And like, I applaud you if you do that for yourself because you did the best thing for yourself. I totally agree. It's not easy. and, And some girls are really stronger than others. And if you're not that strong of a person, 
not toughen up, but like, like I said, it's all your mentality. Change that. Like, think different. Read a book for yourself. Like, do some meditation. I don't know. But yeah, it's really, it's not easy. Like, it's very easy to get in this flow of doing something just because your community thinks you should do it as opposed to what you really want. It's so easy to get like stuck in this mindset of like, oh, I'm supposed to do this as opposed to I want to do this. Yeah, absolutely. I don't know. I just, I was away for a little bit. Like I went to Israel for two and a half weeks and I came back. And I think even from being there, my, my mentality and my mood and my perspective on things is so like my eyes have kind of been opened and I kind of envy you for the fact that you're half Israeli. That's what I mean by like, you're lucky in that sense where like, I don't think your mom would ever pressure you to be married. No, she really doesn't. Like, my mom always tells me, like, I want you to enjoy yourself and travel and experience and do all these things so that when you are married, you can, like, devote yourself 100% to your kids and your family as opposed to, like, having regrets and being like, like, I didn't do enough. feeling FOMO. Like, oh, my God. Like, like a lot of people, especially girls that, like, are my age that are getting married now, it's like they've waited and they've kind of, like, accomplished. It's, like, legit an accomplishment to be married. Yeah. It's like, it shouldn't, I don't know, like it's, it shouldn't be, but it is. And like, they've accomplished that like one goal, like, okay, I got married, but you skipped how many steps in between. So like now they're married, but like now they want to travel and like now they want to do things that they didn't get to do before. And I'm, I applaud you. Like if you can do that with your husband, because obviously goals, certain places, like it's like best to go with your person. But also like, I feel like a lot of girls that get married young don't really even know who they are yet. And I feel like that's what causes divorce because then you and your partner aren't even fully developed yet. And once you're married, you start to grow apart because you end up developing into totally different people at a certain age. It happens. And I have friends that are divorced too. It, it really happens. And to me, that's insane to be divorced at such a young age. Like I can't imagine like that like kind of puts another label on you. Like it's already hard enough as it is to date and to get married. But when people hear your divorce, especially in this community, it's like, oh, what's it's, wrong with It's them? hard not to judge. It, yeah. It's just, it's not even like, no one was born knowing like left from right and, and like single from married or divorced. Like these are things we're all taught. Like everybody I feel like needs to kind of look past the labels yeah. and kind of really just like, if somebody sparks your interest, like, talk to them like give them a shot it's all about being open oh coming from the girl who won't give a chance to white boys i'm open to everyone <laughs> i mean listen i would talk to no to i him, understand if you know what you like, want you know what you want i have the same issue i know what i want i know what matches me i know what meshes well with me and i know that let's say in a more old-fashioned guy just won't work with me because i will resent them i'll tell you one thing for me it's like imagine bringing home a white boy. Like, my parents and my grandparents and everyone are... It's going to be like my big fat Greek wedding. No, no. It's, it's going to be like everyone's sitting around in a circle over the table, drinking your chai, having your horma, like having some fruit, and everyone's talking in Farsi, and my grandma's cracking all these agai sog and like whatever jokes, and this kid that I bring home is literally not going to know what's going on. He's just going to sit there and feel so left out and like... That is totally not who I am. Like, I don't like making people feel awkward. I'm not awkward. I always yeah. say, like, nothing is awkward unless you make it awkward because it really isn't. 100%. Um, so I don't want to put someone else in a situation that, like, they feel uncomfortable. Yeah. That's more of, like, where I come from. Like, it's easier with somebody that gets it. That's why, like, honestly, I applaud anyone who does end up with someone, like, outside of their culture. But for me, like, I never understood, like... 
I don't know, there's certain like inside jokes in a culture itself that only people from that culture that grew up in that culture would understand. And for me, I just always wanted someone that understood those jokes and that got like everything, the music, the food, the the lifestyle of growing up. I think the food is a bonus because they always say the way to a guy's heart is through his stomach. So the fact that we have Persian food, anybody will die for it. Yeah. But um, I guess like no matter where your background is and like who you are, as it's more of like I guess if you can mesh well, like even if let's say I take home a white boy, like if he knows like Persian words, then like okay, like he can make a joke. Like I have Pers- like I have a lot of my friends that aren't Persian and most of them are white. And like over the years, you know, they come they over, they've Persian mixed people. in with me, yeah. they know words. Like, I have one of my friends, literally, her favorite word is hendune. <laughs> hendune is watermelon. So, like, any time that, like, it's it's up there, like, or it's out, or there's watermelon, like, she'll be like, oh, my God, that's hendune. Like, I know what that is. <laughs> and like, so cute. It is. Like, so I guess, yes, um, I shouldn't say I can never, honestly, but I would prefer yeah, you know, I agree with you. That's, you a, that's a good way to put yeah, it. Yeah, so. Um, a lot of my friends that have always been friends with me, but that obviously listen to my podcast to support me, their new favorite word is doodletala. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Because it, it's literally the, it's like fuckboy, but make it Persian. Yeah. It's, that's yeah. what it have is. Have you ever watched Shaws of Sunset? Um, I've seen, like, a few episodes, but I didn't, like, follow it. So there was, like, this, I don't remember, like, there was this one episode or, like, a few that made, like, a major point to emphasize what a doodletala is, and they made Mike, the the guy that was on the show, like, they made black and gold t-shirts with a golden rooster on it. Wait, Because, like, a rooster up. is a oh cop. God, yeah. Yeah, so. Oh, my God, it's amazing. So whenever I hear doodletala, I literally have a flashback of... Um, Shaws of Sunset when they handed out those like t-shirts or made t-shirts with like a golden cock that said Dudul Tala. Wait, I'm <laughs> dead. I want one of those t-shirts. Like that needs to be merch. Like PCP, Persian Girl Podcast, PGP needs to have merch and that needs to be like oh a God. tank top. We're, we're going to do that. Yes. We're 100% doing that. We're selling tank tops with golden cocks on them. On the, either on the front or the back. And then writing, oh, on the back, it should be a golden cock. And then on the front, Dudutella, hashtag PGP. Yeah, there you oh go. God, that That's amazing. it. I, I okay. did Persian Formal. I did a lot of t-shirt and clothing design. I remember I was at Persian yeah, Formal. Yeah, do you have one of the pardon my farsi? Yes! Or, <laughs> and that tank top and I still wear it to bed. Or oh um, what was the other one? Can't keep calm, I'm Persian or oh my pardon God. my farsi. I have the pardon my farsi. I love that one. I might have some extra kids. Keep calm on Persian. Oh my god, I'll definitely take one. <laughs> we can make more as PGP merch. Oh my god, I would love that. Oh my god, yes. but yeah, yeah, good times, honestly. So, a few more uh, topics I wanted to discuss and just like throw in the mesh. Yeah, um, bring it. Have you ever experienced someone you've dated in the past going out with a friend of yours because it's just such a small community? I feel like that overlap can happen. Um, I will say, girls always talk so whether or not the guy has asked you out or like will in the future kind of thing you'll know from just your friend group who's been out with who yeah so if it ever has come up and it has for me um you just like ask the girl and usually like she's like oh like he was a waste of my time anyways have fun and uh, like that's happened to me twice and both times that I've dated the guy it was like it didn't work out for me yeah 
But um, I would say that, yeah, overlap totally can happen. But I do think that's part of the reason why dating is so hush-hush. That's the only reason I would not disagree with it because I will tell you, we're such a close-knit community that everybody kind of knows everyone's business. So if you can actually get away with dating someone and nobody knowing about it, you'll you'll be able to date whoever you want after that. Yeah. Like, it won't hinder in any way. Like, it like won't have an effect on you. So that's actually a segment that I wanted to, that we recently started doing a Persian Girl podcast that I wanted to bring in today was Red Flag or Deal Breaker. And one of them was um, if a guy won't change his relationship status on Facebook or he won't post pictures of you until the engagement because... I'm sure you've seen, like, yeah. you won't know someone's dating. Meanwhile, they've been dating for, like, three years or something. Well, no, three, like, three like, years like never six, happens. Like, six months, a year, and then they'll post the engagement yeah. photo. So, three years never happens in our community. So, like, let's say a year. They've been dating for a whole year. Nobody knew. And then suddenly they post an engagement photo, and that's the first photo they ever You're literally together. like, what the fuck? They yeah. were dating? Yeah. No way. So every time, by the way, would you be understanding if a guy didn't want to post pictures with you, like whether it's his story or his Instagram or yeah, his Facebook? No, that doesn't bother me. So you would probably like wait until the engagement like most people. I think this is the thing, though. Most people like don't post like Facebook or Instagram like publicly, but they'll take pictures. Yeah. I think it's a red flag if he doesn't want to take a single picture with you. Okay. But posting, you don't see that as a red flag. Yeah, I wouldn't because I wouldn't want to do that either. Like I wouldn't want to have that effect like the future like if let's say we don't work out and like yeah. in that sense I get it and and that's the only reason I would agree with like the being shady while dating mm-hmm. just because you never know like who's friends with who like I even dated a guy who somebody um tried to set me up with his friend and like I knew his friend because I dated his other friend and the guy I dated knew, like, I like I conversated with him about the fact that, like, someone was trying to set me up with his friend just to, like, make sure it wasn't weird. And it was still fucking weird. We didn't end up going out. But just because, like, I dated, like, a guy that was best friends with somebody else yeah. that, like, I didn't care. The guy that I dated didn't care. But this friend felt so weird. So when I say it's a better thing when sometimes it's yeah. better when it's shady, like, that's from where I'm coming from, like, my own experience. It's so funny because I have a story of something I did that was so petty, Um, but I was talking to a guy and then like he like kind of started to like lose interest and I was like really annoyed. So out of spite, I don't know if you like ever went on dating apps, but now like I only use Hinge because everything else is kind of bullshit, but I was on JSwipe for a while and on JSwipe they like to show you because they know Jewish geography, like they know that Jews like to see if they have mutual friends with another Jew. Really? And they would they would show you if you had mutual friends on Facebook Mm -hmm. or was it Facebook or Instagram, something like that. Facebook for sure. I I think it was Facebook. So I haven't used it in a long time, so I don't remember, but I remember I saw that I had a mutual friend with some guy that and this mutual friend was the guy who stopped talking to me oh recently. My God. So I'm like out of spite, I went on a date with his friend. And I was like, he's never gonna find out. I just did it for my own ego to be like, haha, I went out with your friend. Honestly, good for you. And months later, like we we still kept talking and I was like, oh like I like you, whatever. And he's like, oh yeah, you like me so much. That's why you went out with my friend. Yeah, boys kind of talk. Boys do. And, I didn't realize boys talk as much as girls do, but I got called out and I was like, ha, like I didn't know what to say. I was like, oh, I didn't know you guys were friends. Yeah, that's like, either that or it's like, well, you never took me out. So. Exactly. I was like, I was like, what do you care? You weren't taking me out. Yeah. 
But, yeah. but yeah, that goes back to like when people know like that's it's like a hindrance. It's like something that kind of it's like an obstacle, even though it shouldn't be. Yeah, like it's not like you know, like we went on a date. Yeah, and if you're like if there's no feel if there were no hard feelings there, nothing ended in a poor way. I don't see why you should stop other people from going. Oh out. my god, perfect that you say that because this was part of the other topic you wanted to talk about. So now I'm going to bring it up. But there's sometimes like even if you end okay, like let's say. Six months later, you find out the guy's engaged to somebody else. Then it's like, what the fuck? Like, you totally, because we're girls and we overthink everything, it's like, did we overlap? Like, was he talking to me when he was talking to her? Was he dating me when he was dating her? Like, what the hell? What the fuck happened? That, like, honestly, I feel like that's so fucked up. But the most hurtful part is if you were dating him. Like, it happens a lot where people could be dating for a year and not get engaged. And then they break up. And, like, within three months, mm-hmm. the person is suddenly engaged. Oh, my God, and it's like, what, what the fuck? Like, how did that happen? I, feel I like, hear that so much. I recently. feel like when that happens, like when you're with someone for so long and it didn't work, you kind of like learn every single reason that it didn't and you like learn how to be a better person. Not even like to, to like, I guess not even to be a better person. You learn how to date better. Yeah. So you kind of know what not to say, what not to do, what pissed her off before, like in the guy's sense. But like for some girls, they almost feel like they're the quote unquote good luck chuck. Like, if you've ever seen the movie Good Luck Chuck, he's, like, this guy that dates girls. And then after dating him, they meet the man that they end up with. Yeah, but just because you dated one guy who happened to get married right after he dated you, like... No, but I know a girl who's dated, like, multiple guys that all got engaged after dating her. And she's like, what the fuck is going on? That's, like, a shitty feeling for a girl. Absolutely. But I also feel like some girls have this issue where... Not to say that I don't have this issue, but they say they want a certain guy... But they don't strive to be the type of girl that that guy would go for. I get what you're saying, but I don't think it's like... (laughs) We have a fan. (laughs) (laughs) She just gave us a dirty look. What time is it? Oh, it's 8.25. Oh, uh, okay, they're closing soon. Well, we got a whole 35 minutes to kill, so... Okay, yeah. But, um, yeah, I don't think it's like... Like, yeah, they, they look for a certain type and they want that and they're not that. I don't just don't think that girl the girls realize. Like, we don't realize. I think even for me, like, it's not that I've had to change who I am. It's more of, like, I have to learn how to date. And I know you guys talked about this, like, maybe in the last podcast or something like that about I'm a lot, like, I'm strong personality-wise and, like, I've kind of learned, like, I have to tone it down. It's yeah. just, like, especially... We actually got a DM recently. Um, this girl said that her mom tells her when she goes on dates to be less of herself. It's not less of yourself. It's just, like... It's, it's a... It's like instead of being 100% yourself, don't be fake, but just be 25%. You know how they say yourself. when you eat, you need to like eat slowly to feel yeah. full? It's kind of like the same thing. When you date, you need to date slowly to get to like where you want to yeah. be. Is it like, a, you know, like within the relationship? You see, my issue, I eat too slow and all my friends hate me for it because I finish an hour after everyone. <gasps> no. But I date very fast. I like, inhale food. Like I, when I date, I'm overly honest. I'm mm-hmm. just so myself because I, I, I kind of, like, tell people, I'm like, oh, if they don't like 100% me, then they can't yeah, have me. I'm, but that's kind of dumb. Like, I feel like I need to, like, get past that mindset and just learn to, like, ease people into me. Because I am a lot myself. Like, I am a big personality. I don't think someone with a small personality would start this podcast. <laughs> um, 
so I know that I'm Alana. I know that, like, I'm, like, a little bit cuckoo. So I feel like sometimes I cuckoo. do need to ease people into me. Like, I, I'm just too honest from the get-go. I'm too, like... I can... Honey, I can totally relate. And I just feel like maybe it's because of... I've mostly dated Persian guys, but I feel like Persian guys want, like, a cute, nazi, like, yeah. quiet girl that, like, really doesn't have an opinion. And it's, like, I'm totally the opposite. So I feel like, for me, that's been my issue. Not even that it's an issue. That's just been, like, that's who I am. Yeah. Like, I feel like you need a more modern guy that, like, wants a loud girl. They all think they're modern, honey. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Even the ones that are our age think, like, they're modern. Honey, no. They're so modern. You're phobe as fuck. They're a reincarnation of their fathers. Yep. Yes. That's the scary truth. Like, I, I remember I spoke about, oh, my God, I can't believe this, but... On one of the first episodes, I spoke about the fact that I went on a date with a Persian guy. Because I always say I don't date Persians. But I always give everyone a first chance. So if a Persian guy does ask me out, I don't go go out of my way to seek Persians. But if he does ask me out, I'm like, okay, I'll give you a first date. So I went on a date with this one guy. And he told me on the first date that he wouldn't marry a virgin. And at the time, I was. Wouldn't? He wouldn't marry a virgin. I would think the other way. Like, wouldn't marry a non-virgin. No, Persian men want virgins. What are you saying? So he wouldn't marry a virgin. He was saying the opposite, yeah. Oh, sorry. A non-virgin. Oh, my God. I'm an idiot. Sorry, guys. I'm too tired (laughs) to speak right now. Um, He wouldn't marry a non-virgin. Yeah, yeah. I know. I heard this one. So basically, I had this whole argument with him. Like, I was a virgin at the time, and I just still felt the need to defend people who weren't virgins because that's your body. That's your choice. You do whatever the fuck you want. That's also how we were raised. So, like, like fuck that guy for saying, you yeah. know, otherwise. So he, so he was like, yeah, I wouldn't marry a girl if she's, like, if she's not a virgin. Like, I wouldn't do that. And I asked him, I'm like, are you a virgin? And he said no. Yeah, asshole. And I was like, okay, so you're sexist. And he's like, no, I'm not sexist. And I'm like, yes, you 100% are. Like, what do you mean? And it just, like, goes to show that, like, they are their fathers. Like, they're not modern at all, even though they think they are. And then my cousin, my first cousin, my my guy cousin, he started, like, seeing a girl that listens to my podcast. And she showed it to him. Oh, my God. And And he's like, Natalie, you're such an idiot. What? Like, why were you surprised that a Persian guy would say something like that? I'm like, I wasn't surprised. I was just annoyed. Guys, just (laughs) never talk about stuff like that. Like, no matter how much you think it or feel it, like, just that's not something that's, like, up to you to talk about. It's not your – it's, like – it's just it's not, not your choice. It's not right. It's not respectful to talk to a girl like that, like about things like that. Especially in the day and age we live in, like it's so controversial. I feel like that's why, but like there's a reason why girls are still quote unquote like faking their virginities. And that's why like they're still like, like if they are having sex, a lot of them are doing it outside the community so that nobody finds out and that they can still pretend like they're pure. You know what I feel like though? I feel like a guy who has to bring that up on the first date has nothing better to talk about. Oh, like, for sure. you're just oh looking God. for something to talk yeah. about. So, sorry, that's not a great date conversation if anybody needed that as a tip. <sighs> <laughs> talk about the weather. You're better <laughs> off. <laughs> oh, my God. I can't. But, yeah, I 100% agree. Uh, let's see some other red flags or deal breakers that I want to break, uh, bring up. Um, red flag or deal breaker. He's still good friends with his ex. Red flag. Red flag? Red flag. Okay, but but who's worse? Let me ask you who's worse. A guy that's still good friends with his ex or a guy that shit talks his ex and is like, oh, she was such a bitch. Oh, she was so this. She was I don't, so that. I think they're both... Listen, if you're friends with them, fine. That that means, like I, like, I have exes that I'm still friends with, but I'm not, like, best friends with. Yeah. Like, I... 
respect you, like do your thing, have your relationship. I'm not going to interfere. If you're best friends with your ex, whether or not you want to admit it, it's going to interfere. Like for a guy, I guess they don't know. Like it's going to interfere in your relationship, yeah. like your current relationship. So like that needs to be friendship at a distance. But um, if they shit talk the girl, that just goes into like you got to kind of watch out for who they are as a person. Like are yeah. they respectful to you, to their mom? To, like, something even so little as, like, the waitress that you order food from. Like, are, like, are they an asshole being, like, snapping their fingers? Like, I don't know. It's not. It's, it's definitely a red flag. But I wouldn't call, consider it a deal breaker. Um, so this red flag or deal breaker. So I kind of agree with what you're saying. They're both kind of shitty. I would say someone who shit talks their ass ex is worse than someone who is friends with their ex yeah but what if they're such best friends that like you've even they like, hang out like yeah they mind. hang out and like you're like what the f like that's your ex obviously there might still be feelings there like what if he cheats on you it would definitely be hard for me to deal with my whole thing with cheating is i'm not gonna i i can't waste my time like stalking my boyfriend that i'll be with like but sometimes it's obvious out. yeah like, I've been there, and for me, when I, like, called it out at the time, obviously, I was, like, this was years ago. It's, like, not relevant now, but since we're talking about it, like, I picked up on it. Whether or not you want to admit it, you will realize it. Because if a guy is BFFs with another girl, that's not going to sit well with you. It's right. not. Yeah. So, I'm, friendship I'm, at a distance, gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to take that into consideration uh, when or if I ever start dating someone. That is BFFs with their ex. Um, um, another red flag or deal breaker. This one's kind of exclusive to Persians, I but like this game. he's dated a cousin in the past. It was a distant cousin, but still a cousin nonetheless. I think a lot of people would say deal breaker, but this goes back to like what we were talking about before. Like if it was so hush hush, yeah. like if it's really a distant cousin, you might not know about it and you'll probably yeah. go out with him a few times before you realize it in conversation and yeah. then he'll be like, yeah, like, cause I feel like it comes up at a certain point, like, who do you know? Oh, this yeah. person's married to someone I know. Yeah. Oh, hey, we're related. Like, yeah, so happens. then, like, he'll be like, what the fuck? Or, like, you'll realize because you'll be talking about it and, like, somehow you'll realize, but you'll realize. Um, so, yeah, I definitely, like, I would say deal breaker. But if you don't know, then you don't know. Yeah. But we're saying if you know. So if you know, yeah, it's a deal, deal breaker. breaker. Um... Red flag or deal... Okay, so this answers my second question. Red flag or deal breaker? He's your cousin, but really distant. No, red flag. And <laughs> deal breaker. <laughs> I'm not Machete. Sorry, everybody. Sorry. It's I'm so, so sorry. I'm just, they're all going to hate me after also, this. Also, can I just say, most LA Persians don't know what a Machete is. Seriously? It's something about New York. The Machete community in New York is very tight-knit, so we know who they are because they make it known. But in LA, I'm like... I speak to my LA cousins. I'm like, oh my god, machete Persians like marry their cousins. And they're, they're like, what's a machete? Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, I have friends like that from here that don't know what it is, and I've had to explain it to them. I don't know. It's just like it's not even that they marry their cousins. I feel like not all of them, but some of them just act a certain way around the rest of us. Yeah. That like, how do you expect us to not judge you just based on your attitude? Like, oh, my friend interned with this machete girl, and she was like, oh, yeah, I'm getting engaged in a few weeks, and my future in-laws are telling me to choose which Chanel bag they should give me for my engagement. And my friend was like, my friend's, like, not even Persian, but, like, she went to high school in Greenock, and she was like, what? Literally, what? Like, that's not <laughs> something you normally talk about. Yeah. Yeah, it's a whole different world. Guys, talk about the weather. <laughs> 
literally talk about anything except what you think you should talk about because you're all wrong. Talk about the weather. Ugh. Easiest conversation starter. Oh my god. I don't know. I'm good at that. I'm good at like talking about nothing for hours. My brother and I were having a conversation while when like I was away, and he's really good at like. So we met this um, like Persian brother sister duo outside of an ice cream store. That like the brother was really good looking. He looked not Persian at all, but he was so good looking. Like I would have dated him. <sighs> he wasn't tall, dark, and handsome. He was tall, whitish, white, and dark features. But okay. like. See, I like a lighter guy because I don't want them to outshine my my darkness because I have such a nice skin tone. Uh, yeah, you are nice color. But I, I like light eyes, dark hair, and like medium like to light skin. Like I, I don't want him to outshine me. I get you. I feel you. Maybe I have somebody in my head I could say you up with. Oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah, I really off the top of my head. You just described somebody I know. So we'll talk about that after the podcast. Oh, my God. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I met this, like, brother-sister duo that, like, my brother is just so good at, like, talking to strangers. Yeah. And, and like, it's funny because I, I guess we're, like, a wingman, wingwoman situation because, like, he'll start the convo with a rando and I'll come in and talk about like your life story and we can talk for hours but I'm so not like good like if I see someone that I think is attractive like I will not say a word to you oh, I'm the worst flirt I I won't not say a word I will say a word and it's gonna be really awkward and I'm gonna scare you away oh yeah if the- I've if I've made a comment it's fucking like why is this girl talking to me for sure I I once asked a guy I thought he, he was a bartender in Tel Aviv I thought he was so cute so I asked him if he was gay <laughs> He got so offended and he didn't want to talk to me the rest of the night. You would think that would be a conversation starter. Like, no, I'm not. And then you'd you'd be like, really? That's what I thought. Like, oh my God, like, you're so hot. No, I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying. There was this other bartender in Canada that I tried to hit on, but I was so drunk at this point. I was trying to tell him that all my guy friends tell me I'm like one of the guys because I'm like so chill and I was trying to brag about how cool and chill I am. So instead of saying like, oh, like I'm like one of the guys, I literally, my drunk ass said I'm a hemisphere <laughs> Wait, word for word, or you said I am a guy? No, I said I'm a <laughs> And then he looked at me funny. He didn't talk to me the rest oh of the my night. God. And then the next day I woke up and I was like, I was like, why didn't the bartender want to talk to me? And my friends were like, because you, you said told you're... him you're a hermaphrodite. And I was like, what? Oh. Like, why did I think that was cute? That's not a cute thing to that say is, to a that guy. That is definitely not for a cute For the record, thing. I'm not a hermaphrodite. No. Just, that just is saying. not a cute thing to say. We'll, like, guys, take notes. Like, never say that to somebody. <laughs> <laughs> never tell someone they're gay. Never tell someone you're a hermaphrodite. Yeah, I'm just not good at flirting. Do not, Never take flirting advice from me. If I ever try to give any of our listeners flirting advice, just don't listen. Yeah, but I agree with that. But yet, for some reason, everyone will try and give dating advice. Even if they've never been in a relationship, they will try to tell you what to do. And I'm, like, fucking guilty of that all the time. I feel like I, like you, like, easy to talk to and I get along with most people. So every time somebody has, like, a question or anything, like, they'll bounce, like, the idea off of me. And I always give advice and I like to say that I give good advice, but... Not to say that it doesn't work. It's more of like, you know how when you talk to your friends and, like, they'll tell you what to do, but you do the total opposite? Yeah, of course. That's what everybody does. (laughs) I mean, to be fair, I've never been in a relationship, but I do give good advice because my friends, when you're in this situation and you're feeling emotional, Mm. you don't know how to act because your judgment is clouded by emotion. But I can give better advice to someone because I have no emotion involved in the situation. I'm not in the situation. That's very so true. So I still give good advice, even though I've never been in a relationship. But 
Okay, next time I have a problem, I'll text you. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> but at the, at the end of the text, I'm going to write, but do whatever you want. Disclaimer. Because I don't know. Because, yeah. <laughs> like, if you I do it and do I'm that. wrong, I don't want you to hate me. Oh, no, I'm never wrong. I'm always right. Oh, yeah. Every woman's always right. <laughs> guys, take note. The woman's always right. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, guys, that's it for this week. Um, I know you missed us so much, and I'm so happy we're back. And we'll be back soon again with Millie. And thank you so much to Jessica Shamash for coming on. Oh my god, so much fun. I had fun. such a good time talking to you. Yeah. Um, it was so funny recording in the library where, like, I grew up as a kid. And I, I used think, to come here all the time I think I got us a good room, though. Like, yeah. Also, it's late, so nobody's even here. Yeah, and they're, like, about to close. They, like, want oh my us god, to leave We have so 20 bad. minutes. We're good. It's okay, we'll just sit here and drink wine and... <laughs> And talk to it. Oh, yeah, we totally kind of snuck wine into the library, yeah. but it's fine. It's, it's all good. It's I have good. it in my Starbucks cup here. Cheers. Low key alcoholics. Cheers. <laughs> to a good podcast. Yes. Well, that's it for now. Um, don't forget to rate and subscribe and review because yeah, I know guys. not all of you are doing it because I see how many people watch every episode and I see how many subscribes and reviews we have. So please just do us that favor. Uh, common courtesy for listening to a podcast and I love you guys and I can't wait to come back soon.